Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Balls, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Dr. Matthew Baker, and the ever circumspect Louis Fox. That's right. I go all the way around. <laughs> Is that what that means? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I just have a fishbowl of words here that I pull out, and that happened to be it. I didn't quite know exactly what it meant. No one knows exactly what it means. How's it going, Louis? We just finished our variety show. We, If you are new to this program, we just did our first Odd and Offbeat Variety Show Virtual yep. Edition from here in the studio. Yep, uh, the garage studio. The garage studio, not the podcast studio. Correct. And we, it was a lot of fun. We learned a lot. We had some <laughs> we, great acts on. We learned a lot about ourselves. <laughs> learned a lot about. <laughs> we learned that your daughter uh, does not know how to unmute yes. in the beginning of the show. That's, that's probably the biggest lesson. <laughs> we did pay Louie's daughter a little bit of money to run our show which was a quite a big ordeal in my opinion because we had three different acts, four different cameras, we had people commenting, yeah. we were giving away prizes. So she did a great job as a producer. Yep, for her first try where she's never done it before. Yeah, and the fact that she was also doing her math homework at the same time <laughs> and got a B on a on the test. <laughs> I gave her a C on the show, B on her math. <laughs> the teacher wrote back on the test, "You seem distracted." <laughs> Were you watching a plate spinner? <laughs> and how have you been doing, man? You've been doing all right? I've been good. Been good. Been working on the show, which is uh, means I'm learning a lot of technology to teach uh-huh. my daughter. Not as much fun as anything else. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, admire what you're doing. You know, we set up, Louie and I both have our solo shows, and we are, of course, not able to perform that out in public right now. So we set up a studio where we can do our shows here at the house. Yep. And Louis is learning all the tactics. <laughs> all the he's tactics. learning everything, man. It's crazy. And I'm like just like happy that he's learning because I know him and I know that he'll pa- <laughs> he'll do it for me. Yep. Because I'm old at this point, I think. Yeah, old old man Baker. I'm like, ah, oh, all this technology. <laughs> what? I got to get this and that. No, no. The technology is a big wormhole where it's like, okay, you can have this and it's a workable solution and it costs nothing. Yeah. But it's a pain in the butt. Yeah. But for a hundred bucks more. You can get this adapter that that makes it 7% easier. Yeah. And then for $12, you can get this thing that makes it half a percent easier. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and everyone is doing virtual stuff now. So a lot of the stuff we were looking on Amazon right before we did this, a lot is being sold out because, you know, my mom has a live cooking show now. <laughs> my dad's doing a virtual fishing show. Your dad's doing the wrap-up show to her <laughs> cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are doing a show on how to not raise a kid that is a professional comedian and juggler <laughs> yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, it's this is totally like the Andy Kaufman in the future. Everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. Yeah, is happening right now. I even signed up for TikTok, dude. Did you? Yeah, I don't even know what it is, but I have a profile and I have one. Oh, hour. I thought you said Tic Tacs stock. Yeah, I bought some Tic Tac stock also, which I probably should do, actually. If I had money, if my bank account didn't start with the negative sign. Who's buying Tic Tacs? You don't got to have fresh breath to to meet the ladies right now. That's true. 
And where can you even get Tic Tacs, really? Yeah. Are you the a-hole who's buying Tic Tacs on Amazon, <laughs> having them delivered to your house for a little package of essential Tic Tacs? <laughs> it was cool to do the show, and a lot of you who are listeners to this podcast tuned in, and yeah. we really appreciate that support. And we're gonna be hope we don't know if we're gonna do it again because hopefully things will open back up. But I have a slight suspicion that we will be doing it regularly. Yes, yes, so do I. It was funny though. I had a meeting with a ticketing guy today yeah. to help us automate it. He wanted some feedback from me. Stuff is in motion, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Louis Fox Enterprise. There's a lot going on. A lot of wheels <laughs> in this uh, machine. Yeah, it's cool. And so if you did tune into our show, the virtual show, let us know what you thought. Yeah. Absolutely. And oh. we got a lot, I think we got a lot of new new listeners from that show. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are like, I don't know about this. I don't know about these two guys. <laughs> oh, so I just got approached to be a guest on a podcast. Uh-huh. And I don't think I'm going to do it. Why not? This lady, she approached. She's like, would you do this? I'm like, sure. She goes, I need your time zone, your phone number, and your website. And then, uh, like a day, I would like to be okay. interviewed. So I go, all right. Here's that information. Do you have any sample questions? She wrote back, yeah. Let's first start with your website, your phone number, your time zone. What? And I'm like, that's all in the previous email. I'm like, if uh, so, I'm like, I'm gonna ghost her. Yeah. So then she starts sending me like an email a day, like, hey, did you get my previous one? Just checking. Yeah. So it got it was easier to, to reply than ghost her uh-huh. <laughs> after that. So I'm like. Yeah, I sent you the information. She goes, oh, I didn't notice it. Okay, good. <laughs> and the, it was like the email Classic I sent you. Classic podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then she's like, she's like, you're one hour earlier than me. And I'm like, I don't know where the hell you are. Yeah, I know nothing about you. All I know is I found you on a Russian website. Yeah. Man, how does she have a podcast? Oh, I listen to one. What is the podcast on? It's on like the fair industry. Oh, gotcha. And it's shit. <laughs> There's one episode. I shouldn't badmouth a podcast before I'm going to go on it. Uh, <laughs> There's one episode. She asked the guy the same question twice in a row. Well, you know, it's tough. You know, some people, they think that, hey, well, I'm, I can put this together. It's easy enough for me mm-hmm. to get a microphone. But they don't realize it is very difficult to have stuff to talk about. You know, we're getting insider podcast here. Yeah. Not that we are that interesting, but yeah, it's, it's it's a little bit tough to have a flow, and especially if you don't have a like a a co podcast yeah. host, it can be a little tough. You don't have something to bounce off of. Yeah. You're just doing straight monologues. But what should we well, plug oh, the podcast? No, not yet. Oh, no. you, just, you just rather shame them anonymously, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and then let people know that you're going to go on, yep. so they can refer back to this. Yep, you have to figure it out. <laughs> it's like a Tarantino film. <laughs> Like, what's in the box? <laughs> That's or, not a Tarantino film. Or no, the briefcase, sorry. Yeah, the, glows. the glowing briefcase. Yeah. That's a great, that we should, you should just talk about that. The whole time. You should just make up ridiculous answers to her that have nothing that pertains to what she's asking. Everything will be a, a, a reference to a, a, like, I'll recount something that happened in a Tarantino movie or a Vanilla Ice song. <laughs> what scares me is that you know more than one Vanilla Ice song. <laughs> There's Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. Stop that train. I don't know that. Oh. I know the Go Ninja a, Go Ninja Go. Yeah, and, that's 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 later after he sold out. Oh, God. Yeah, when Vanilla Ice <laughs> sold out. <laughs> he became Vanilla Glacier Ice. That was how he, he sold out. Vanilla Schmidt's Ice. <laughs> <laughs> he became Vanilla Icy Pop. <laughs> you just became Vanilla Icy. 
Yeah, that sellout, that guy. <laughs> What's his name? Vic Van Winkle or something? Ro- isn't it Ro- Robert Van Winkle? Ro- yeah, something like that. Um, so, okay, so you might be doing that. And that's it's kind of cool, this sort of stuff, because we do have a lot of downtime. Yep. And we're available to do your podcast. Yeah. I will be. I will bash, I will bash, <laughs> bash my ap- <laughs> the host and the appearance beforehand. And then not plug it. <laughs> I like it. Well, you want to get to some weird stories? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Now for some freaky, dicky, cheeky, breaky news. This story comes from BBC.com. That's a news source more reliable than a wine tasting on Zoom. (laughs) I think you could do that, probably. (laughs) Just chew these berries. (laughs) Let them ferment in your mouth. (laughs) Just hold hold my wine up to the screen. Yeah, because I've been getting... Everyone's doing virtual stuff now. I got an email for a virtual massage. I was like, how does that that work? (laughs) (laughs) So this story goes, virus-fighting scientist gets magnets stuck in nose. (laughs) All right. 20 bucks says he got his PhD online. (laughs) Yeah. Where did he get his degree? (laughs) Infowars.com. He He also got the survival butter. (laughs) (laughs) He got his degree on Wix. (laughs) An Australian astrophysicist who hoped to create a device to help stop people catching the coronavirus has ended up in hospital after getting magnets stuck up his nose. So the the device already exists. It's that cone you put on your dog. (laughs) Come on, guy. You don't need to... I love how his theory to stop people from catching coronavirus was just to stop breathing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're not breathing, you can't catch the virus. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Dr. Daniel Reardon... And yeah, the doctor is a very, he's a doctor of bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> he's a doctor in the sense that Dr. Dre's a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Daniel Reardon came up with a plan to create a necklace which would react if your hands were near your face. All right. Who's going to wear this apparatus? You might as well just have like a necklace of bells. I think he was trying to stop people from touching their face. Correct. You know what already exists as an app? It's the iFace app. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I just made that up. Oh, okay, uh, but there is a, um, a Fitbit that will that, that they rush to production that will will alert you. I just wear an electric shock collar around my neck, yeah. and then I give the control to Erica, <laughs> and then anytime I go to touch my face, I get shocked. It's pretty effective. What's crazy? So like a straight jacket, like a magician escapes from, mm. weren't originally designed to hold people. Restrain them. It was designed to keep you from unconsciously doing stuff uh, like picking at your face. Yeah. So we should all be in straitjackets right now. Absolutely. And then also it stopped people from being on their freaking phone all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, the device did not quite work as planned. My invention had the opposite effect. It buzzed continuously until a magnet was put close. So I kind of understand what technology he's using. It sounds like it's a, what's called a reed switch. Mm-hmm. And he's bought the normally closed and he should have bought a normally open. Yeah. Not a very good doctor, I'm not saying. I'm no. Thinking. What's funny is he's an astrophysicist. 
that means they they do like chemistry and physics of anyone. He should understand how a magnet I know, works, right? I knew I was in trouble. I had a laugh and gave up temporarily. He told the BBC. Then I started mindlessly placing the magnets on my face, first my earlobes, then my nostrils, like a magnet piercing. The problem was when I put magnets in my other nostril, they all pinched together, and the ones on my septum got stuck. You can age the person out of being six years old, but you can't take the six-year-old out of the person. <laughs> I wonder if these magnets will fit up here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much... <laughs> Everyone knows that. Come on. <laughs> the university research fellow remained calm, however. That's good. He was like... Take a deep breath. All my years in astrophysics <laughs> have, have been training for this moment. <laughs> it's paid off. At first it hurt, but I wasn't too stressed, he said. I started to get more and more stressed when I realized it wasn't going to be trivial to remove them. Yeah, it wasn't, but it wasn't trivial sticking them up your nose. Wow. So when I was a kid, my older brother, I was probably in middle school, comes in my room. He goes, hey, stick this popcorn seed up your nose. And I'm like, no, it'll get stuck. Yeah. Like, I was an idiot in middle school. Yeah. So my brother goes, no, I just did it. Watch. And he sticks up his nose, and it falls back into his sinuses. Uh, and I had to go to the emergency room <laughs> to get it pulled out. <laughs> yeah, but it comes out popped. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> like, I was, an, I was an idiot in middle school, and I, I had more sense yeah. than this dude. Then, after using my last two magnets in a futile attempt to remove the magnets... They just getting, kept getting stuck in there. Why would you use... <laughs> You know what gets rid of cancer? More cancer! <laughs> That's a fact. Come on. <laughs> Futile attempt to remove the medics and getting those stuck too. So they were, they all got stuck in there. <laughs> he's got like, welcome to Montana. <laughs> goes in the emergency room, he's got a toolkit attached to his face. You know what he needed to get? They're, they make a thing with a magnet on the end. And you use it for when you drop tools, in, like when you're working oh, on a yeah, car. Totally. It's like an extendo pole. Uh, I would use that. Yeah. Yeah, just wait three days for Amazon to get there. <laughs> but he was still determined to get out of the sticky situation by himself. He turned to pliers, but that came with its own challenges. <laughs> now, now he's going to the, he's got death pliers. In his nose. <laughs> he's got a toolkit. It's just like a <laughs> looks like my shed. Yeah, the pliers kept getting attracted to my nose, and the force of my nose being pulled was also painful. And then they show a picture of him, and based on this picture, I'm not surprised. He looks like someone that get magnets stuck up his he nose. He looks like a 18th century English woman. <laughs> does that, he? That, <laughs> he does. Yeah. It was at this point he realized he would have to make a trip to his local hospital in Melbourne, the same hospital his partner works at. They thought it was great, particularly the doctors that know my partner, he said. They came past to have a laugh and ask, why are you putting magnets in your nose? Are you here for coronavirus? Well, kind of. <laughs> Technically speaking, <laughs> you don't need a doctor. You need a magnet fisherman. Yeah. He's like, I'm not sure if my partner's cheating on me or not. He's working all these weird hours at the <laughs> ER. <laughs> Let me get in. Luckily for him, the doctors were able to finally free the magnets, and he left hospital relatively unscathed. As for the, his device, well... That has been put on the back burner for now. I think I'll give up and let someone more qualified give it a go. He laughed. His next project, Magnet Bidet. <laughs> His <laughs> next project is actually go to college. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we think about this? I mean, I like that. He, I, I love any amateur inventor. He's out there working, trying to make stuff happen. Yes. Um, 
However, and I do like the spirit, is like my invention didn't work, so I'm going to start putting magnets on my face. <laughs> do they just give astrophysicists degrees to anybody in Australia? <laughs> yeah. I'm questioning their university system there. It's In Australia, it's the equivalent degree to a fine arts degree yes, in the United is. States. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little troubling that this guy didn't quite put together that this was not a good idea of putting magnets in your nose. Yeah. But... You know, hey, he's he's giving it a shot. He's trying to find ways to help people. I'm mad at the hospital staff for crushing his innovative spirit. Like, what if it was just one more magnet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let us try what You're so close. Let us try one more magnet. <laughs> yeah. They say everyone always stops before the peak of the Oh, of yeah, the there you go, right? An invention. That's, you always stop one one step short. All right, we'll get another. We'll get an American astrophysicist <laughs> yeah. on this. <laughs> Some American magnets. <laughs> All right, I like it. Weird News Part 2. This story comes from UPI.com. That's a new source more reliable than reinvesting my 401k from mutual funds to cockfighting. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying take out the money, <laughs> invest in roosters to use as or to gamble. To gamble. In oh, gotcha. You wouldn't like buy your own. No, that's unethical. Rooster. Come on. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so this story has to do with some roosters and chickens. Yep. Swedish city dumps chicken poop on park to detour holiday celebrations. Joke's on them. There wasn't a holiday that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Officials in a Swedish city said they are dumping more than a ton of chicken poop on a popular park to detour revelers from gathering to celebrate a popular holiday. You know what? Somewhere there's a guy that runs the fence company going... Hey, you could have called me. Some bums like, hey, I could have masturbated in the park and done the same thing. <laughs> for, for, for a lot less. <laughs> I've been deterring people from this park for three years. That's... And I've been arrested every time. <laughs> that's, the, that's the key. <laughs> You're homeless. You bring the homeless to the park yeah. for that weekend. They dump in the park. Yeah. Fertilize the lawn. Yeah. They get their rocks off. Yeah. Scare the people away. And then you don't got a problem. Traumatize some children. (laughs) The city of Lund, which annually draws crowds numbering in the tens of thousands to celebrate Walpurgis Night in its central park, said chicken manure is being spread across the park to prevent revelers from gathering to celebrate the Thursday night holiday amid the COVID-19 pandemic. So here's the thing. Here's my move. I would just get a bunch of Axe body spray, mm-hmm. spray it on me, and all the ladies would flock because you're the only thing that smelled not bad. <laughs> that's, that's smart. Yeah. But no one's gonna no one's gonna go to this because it's, there's just obviously crap all over the place. I don't or know. Or maybe they love Walpurgis that much. Yeah. That they won't do the tour. And we had to look up what Walpurgis is. And excuse me if I'm not pronouncing it right, but essentially Saint Walpurga was hailed by the Christians of Germany for battling pest, rabies. And whooping cough, as well as against witchcraft. Uh, all of those things, including witchcraft, are communicable through chicken poop. <laughs> <laughs> so he, did, he did a little bit of everything. He's like the handyman of Christian exterminators. <laughs> the, he yeah. does pests. I do witchcraft. <laughs> what oh, you need? <laughs> I can battle your whooping cough. You got whooping cough in the ground around your house? <laughs> I can come get rid of that for you. <laughs> How it's traditionally celebrated is a night of dancing and bonfires. So I think if you've ever hung out at a bonfire and danced all night, chicken poop's going to smell a lot better than the dude dancing there. Yeah, that's true. 
Walpurgis Night, a spring festival that has roots in an ancient pagan tradition, is celebrated annually on the last night of April. Gustav Lundblad, chairman of the... That is... If you have a kid, Gustav Lundblad. (laughs) It's funny because Lundblad is his last name, but he is the chairman of the Lund, which is the town council's Mm -hmm. environmental committee, said the chicken poop serves multiple purposes. We got the opportunity to fertilize the lawns, and at the same time, it will stink, and so it may not be so nice to sit and drink a beer in the park, Loonblad told the Skatsan newspaper. (laughs) You know what's going to happen? People are just going to pre-funk. Yeah, let's go drink it at Carl's house. And then you go drink it. Yeah. And then you get super drunk, and you're like, let's go to the park. Yeah, right? Well, here's the thing. is like, I wonder when they're like doing the research on what's the best idea to stop people from going to the park. Do we have police officers surround the park? You know, let's do some research and figure it out. What place do people not go and why? And they're like, Tacoma. <laughs> why don't people go to Tacoma? It smells like <laughs> chicken poop. Chicken poop. Lay let's do out. that. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> I can't imagine this was cheaper than a fence. Yeah, but people call, go over fences, man. Fences get knocked over. You people put that go stuff. over chicken poop all the yeah, time. Yeah, if there's just chicken poops like spread just a ton of it across but, the ground, no one's going to want to go. But now Erica wants to get a chicken for the backyard, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Where's the chicken poop going to go? In the yard. Yeah, but I'm not dancing in the in the yard to to celebrate the Black Plague witchcraft <laughs> doctor of... Not yet. Of Sweden. (laughs) Not yet. Because you don't have chicken poop to do it on. Uh, So this guy, he conceded the effort might have some unintentional side effects for nearby residents. Yeah, that's just it. It's like no one stays in the park, but also no one stays in a three block radius. Yeah, I'm not a fertilizer expert, but as I understand it, it is clear that it might smell a bit outside the park as well. Loomblad said. These are chicken droppings. After all, I cannot guarantee that the rest of the city will be odorless, but the point is to keep people out of the city park. Here's the messed up thing. They just threw everyone in town under the bus with this. Why? The whole town's going to smell like chicken poop. Well, they said in a few radius. I'm going to put chicken poop outside of my yard and no one will steal my cars anymore. Yeah, I'm just going to put it under my driver's seat. (laughs) So apparently this is a pretty big event. I'm looking at pictures of people celebrating this event all over Europe. And there's like huge bonfires, huge gatherings. People are picnicking. Mm -hmm. It looks like a pretty big deal. So what they're doing is pretty good to make sure that the people aren't gathering and possibly spreading infection. Yeah, but the few that do gather, they're going to get a hepatitis. Yeah. (laughs) So a little research shows that chicken poop does the smell doesn't last super long, so you have to time it just right. You just need it to last long enough for Walpurgis Day to be over. Walpurgis Day is every day in my heart. <laughs> so what do you think, Louie? You you're not a fan. I'm not a fan of this. Not at really? all. Because what about the poor old lady that lives across the street? It's better that she has to smell a little chicken poop than possibly get coronavirus from all these people. That are in the park across yeah, the street. Yeah, but they could be uh, infecting each other. And that, that doubles, triples, quadruples. And that increases the risk for her when she goes out and about. If there no one in her community has it, then she's not at risk. I guess. Isn't Sweden the country that had the no social distancing? It's already mixed in anyway. Really? Yeah. And, but then why are they trying to do... <laughs> Why are they trying to stop it? If they're unwilling in the beginning to to take precautions to prevent it, why are they doing it now? Exactly. That's true. I'm not, you're right. I am not a fan of that. But yeah, I mean. So it seems counterproductive. It's like, 
you know what? Here's Pick the- a side. <laughs> yeah. Pick a side. Who are you, Sweden? Are you the country that said, F you, coronavirus, we're going to live our life? Or are you the per- people that are putting chicken poop in the park? Who are you? I don't even know anymore. Look yourself in the mirror. <laughs> seriously though like it's like going you know what here's the deal i'm gonna give you all the freedom you can you can do whatever you want but you know you can go anywhere you want but i'm gonna slash your tires and break your knees yeah i probably wouldn't go anywhere (laughs) that was a a pretty effective policy you just implemented there (laughs) i think new york has a future future mayor here yeah (laughs) mayor louis all right well i personally like it i know you don't But we'll link to it on our website. All right. That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening and hope you're having a happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's the Mayoist de Cinco ever. (laughs) Hope everyone had a good... And it's Taco Tuesday. (laughs) Doesn't Cinco de Mayo always come on Tuesday? No. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't. You would think it would be like President's Day where they just move it to Monday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving. Cinco de Mayo observed is always on <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> so, Louis, you're not doing much, but I think you do have a show coming up if people want to watch the Louis Fox show. Yeah. On the 11th of May, um, I'll be kicking it into my buddy's uh, live stream. It's called Devil's Hour Livestream on Twitch. Sweet. Um, and I think it's on, you're looking for the Cabin Fever live stream, okay. I guess. I don't use Twitch. So go sign up for Twitch. You have to sign up for it. Do you? Yep. Yep. You have to sign up for Twitch. And then uh, look for the Devil's, I think it's a Cabin Hour, Cabin Fever live stream, which is like a Houston live stream. Oh, cool. Uh, and then he does his shows called Devil's Hour. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, hopefully I can navigate there to when he needs me. Yes. Because <laughs> I can't guide you to it. <laughs> You'll figure it out by then. Yeah, I think it's like 8 p.m. Uh, West Coast time. Cool. And I'll do some card tricks for him. Nice, uh, man. Via the interwebs. Great. So, you got anything? I got a Zoom show on May 6th for some corporate event. I don't know how to do it, but <laughs> it's going to happen. That's why I hired you to come in and yeah? produce it. Maybe I should. You charge me a lot. Maybe I should hire your daughter to come in. <laughs> What's good is I could hire your daughter to do my show, and then she could also do my high school diploma for for me. (laughs) She'll get your GED books. Be amazing. (laughs) Be pretty sweet. Yeah. So if you want to send me a message, you can, and I can try and figure out how to send you there. And that is May sixth at three in the afternoon. So send me a message, and we can send that to you. And you can send us a message at info at odd and offbeat dot. Yep. So we want to thank you so much. Of course, the meme contest is still going. We're posting links to all the stuff on our website. We keep you updated on if the variety show will be happening later, what the date will be for the May show and who is in it. And we want to thank you so much for listening, folks. Hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeats podcast.